haven't really woken up oh, until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms like Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Deezer, all a part of the Brawl Network. Hit me on Twitter at MikeLSports and at Network Brawl. Download and subscribe to all of our podcasts, of course. And this very podcast, very proud to say, is presented by Bryant and Stratton College. It's a great time to be a Bobcat. Academics and athletics and excellence the games are back, super pumped up, uh, been to a bunch of the women's and men's games already doing the PA gig, and uh, obviously as, as a part of the platform and the partnership uh, we've had, it's been a really a special ride so far. Can't wait for the rest of 2021 to see what it brings. They just brought a great nursing program uh, into the school as well. Uh, in Central New York, James Street, and in Liverpool, of course, and BryantStratton.edu, wherever you are in the country and you're looking to kind of go to Bryant Stratton College in Central New York as well, or in the greater state of New York, please do log on to BryantStratton.edu. And oftentimes we will talk Bobcat basketball with Dan Fursina, the head men's coach of the uh, head men's basketball coach of the Bobcats men's squad as uh, we embark on as we record this another game. Uh, later today, actually, here on a Friday, and uh, Dan joins us now. Yeah, man, thank you very much. No, yeah, it's uh, it's it's weird because usually, you know, this time of year we're we're just about done, if not finished with <laughs> our know. total season. Yeah. So now we're going into Game Four, and uh, yeah, luckily, like like COVID season across the the college platform, we're uh, we're we ha- we're having to replace a game. So originally we we're playing against Villa Maria College, and tomorrow we're actually going to be playing against uh casanova college so um we're just scheduling on the fly you know it's a, it's a weird weird time but you know we're we're rolling with the punches so yeah we're we're still on deck to play tomorrow it's just gonna be a different opponent but we're looking forward to it yeah and i'll tell you um it's been just awesome to be back in the gym to have the games going on um you know the spirit of competition you can see it in all the athletes eyes on both teams you know coaches and the refs back in and, and, you know, everything is going really well. It's, it's all safe and fine. And, uh, and we're, and we're competing and we're in the gym, we're all spread out. Uh, it's just, it's just nice to have it again, you know? Yeah, it definitely brings back a sense of normalcy and, um, you know, we're, we're willing to do whatever it takes in terms of protocols and all that, just to be able to get in the gym and practice and, and play these games. And, and like, like we said, just have that sense of normalcy back and hopefully, you know, in a couple months leading up to our fall semester next year everything's back to normal but yeah we're just we're just very happy and stoked to be back in the gym and playing and competing again so what have you learned about this team i mean you know we we head into a game here uh you know on 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 friday afternoon um you guys are you know are one and two but man i mean (laughs) almost came back and, and beat albany last week uh you lose by only seven to buffalo 
a very, very good team, and you won at Rochester. So I, I mean, you, I got to, I know you'd rather have it be two and one or three and zero, oh, but, but gosh, Danny, I mean, your team has really been playing solid hoops. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, and I told our guys this, so I'm not ashamed of saying it. This has been probably the most resilient bunch I've ever been around, and I'm talking, you know, when I was an assistant at OCC and a volunteer assistant with the Oswego women. This has been, um, you know resilient for a couple different reasons one because of obvious the obvious situation with covid and all that and just continuing to fight and, and do whatever needs to be done in order to participate um but more along this, you know games we've been in every single game and yeah. we've been out of every single game um you know when we played brian strand buffalo that was their you know when they played us that was their 11th game of the season because they played a handful first semester and then a handful to start this semester before we got on the court to compete for our first game so um and we got down you know we were down four at halftime of that game got down by you know double higher double figures about 17 points we came back and we we, you know we fought you know didn't didn't quit got within a couple points towards the end and they got away from us and they won by seven that game um and then we go on the road and we play against rochester again they played a couple games uh together before we you know, before they played us. And we were down 14 at halftime. You know, we're facing adversity in the second half. Again, getting down, you know, 18, 19 points. And we come back and we actually, we win that game. We switch a couple things up defensively. And we walk out of there with an eight-point victory. So, um, and then we play Albany, uh, you know, another team that had played a couple games. But by this time, we had played a couple games now, too. And, um they punched us in the mouth and we got down 17 at halftime. We got down by as many as about 20 in the second half. And again, fought back and we were within one point with, you know, 30 seconds left. And it's just, um, situational basketball got away from us there. I blame, you know, myself for that. Um, and we lose by three. So, you know, we just gotta, we gotta learn from this now and we gotta learn how to, you know, we know that we can get back in these games and we know we're a resilient bunch, but now the challenge is, is to, you know, not get off to these slow starts and and play with a lead and see where it takes us there because we, we've proven that, you know, we have we can play with a sense of urgency and play well in the second half of these games to get us in or a win. Now we just got to play uh, that for a full 40. And I'm sure you missed Cooper on the interviews. He was just uh, telling you that <laughs> he's been very excited about your play as well. You know, you look at the February slate, you look at the March slate, um, there's a good amount of games here, considering where we were and what we've dealt with in our world today. Uh, how did take me back way, way in the beginning when everything kind of was trying to, you know, the puzzle pieces were there, and it was just right. kind of a you know a matter of putting them into in making the puzzle. How did all of it come together? Scheduling and calls, and uh, I'm sure the famous Zoom and you know uh, sure. meetings back and forth, and how to schedule and what gym to play in and. Uh, protocol. I mean, how did all of that take place? What were those days like? Yeah, so it's almost, you know, we're almost a year out now. Um, we, we started working from home in about the third week of March. And uh, at that point, we had like, I want to say like close to 18 or 19 games pretty solidified for this coming season in terms of schedule. And, you know, as the months went by, the, the days, the weeks and all that, go by over the course of the summer you start to see some of these colleges drop out and once we got to the fall um we were still pretty optimistic that we could get close to 10 or 15 games um and then and then schools start kind of bailing on on the winter season um 
due to COVID and it finally dwindled down and it, you know, our, if you look at our schedule, a lot of our schedules are, are very regional, you know, um, we're playing the fellow Brighton Stratton, New York schools, Buffalo, Rochester, and Albany, uh, twice. And we usually play those teams twice, twice. We have Villa Marie on the schedule. They're a Buffalo school. Uh, Casanova obviously came out, came out in on, uh, our schedule late, but again, they're, they're close by. So we were able to get them on there, but yeah, it's been kind of a fly by the seat of your pants type of deal. And, um, we're just happy to be able to get these, you know, eight or nine games. And at the end of the year, it's not on the schedule yet, but we'll have a, a Bryant and Stratton tournament with Buffalo, Rochester, and Albany, just a, you know, like a final four conference style um, tournament to kind of wrap up the season because the USCA is um, foregoing our national tournament. So uh, we'll have a little tournament to kind of celebrate our student athletes at the end of the year. And, and it'll be a nice way to put a bow on an otherwise kind of uh, unorthodox season. But, yeah, I mean, um, everything from getting tested every week to wearing masks on the court and, um, you know, getting temperature checks and, and, you know, with a hand sanitizer, everything. You know, just um, what these what these kids have, uh, have gone through in order to play is uh, very admirable. And we're just happy to been able to play the games that are on the schedule so far. Dan Versina, the Bobcats head men's basketball coach uh, in Central New York, of course. Uh, really nice start to the year here. One and two record, competing like crazy. Uh, and make sure you support the Bobcats. Follow them all over social media. And of course, uh, uh, you can be on the lookout for all the shares on my end as well. Bryant Stratton College, a, a proud ML Sports Platter title sponsor. A uh, couple more for you, Dan. I'll let you run. You, you've got, obviously, a lot of the names that that I know, you know, you know from from last year, you know the Jenkinses and and uh, you know you've got uh, uh, Santalise and you have Shaq Jang, etc. And on down the line, uh, but how about hitting some of the newcomers here uh, on this club uh, for you in 2021? Uh, this is a really athletic, nice team, and you've and you've added some pieces. Yeah, I think this is uh, what's really exciting about our roster this year. Is you mentioned that we have you know uh, Richard Jenkins back. Um, in the big man spot for us. This is his second year with the team. And then Shaq and Jerry have both been here, you know, since the inauguration of the team, you know. So there are two captains. And then we have uh, Ken Richardson coming back as well to to run the point guard I love his game, man. Yeah, he's been a very steady steady point guard for us so far this year. He's been a, a, um, you know, he didn't play much last year. And he kind of just was learning the ropes as a freshman. But he's come on and he's, steadied the ship for us um and he's been strong but yeah so some of the newer guys i mean we have you know i told our guys yesterday which is pretty interesting is that you know in the three games that we've had so far we've had three different leading scores and, and two out of those three leading scores have come off the bench and our new guys to our team so wow. in our first game we had uh jamel abdullah who's a freshman um came in and and gave us 20 and 10 off the bench our first game and um and then you know, in our last game that we came up short in, we had uh, a huge effort from Tyler Gadsden, came off the bench and gave us 33 points. Um, you know, it's huge for our team to be able to be that deep and not having to rely on playing big minutes with your starters. Um, and, you know, have that when our guys see that anybody has the ability to score and it makes it tougher for the opponent to lock in on one guy. So those two guys, and then we have, you know, um, Ishawn and, and Rayvon, who have come on and added 
uh, have been added contributors as well, as well. And then guys who necessarily haven't seen a lot of uh, floor time in uh, in the games, you know, both uh, JJ Saravia and, and, and Jalen and Calvin, um, you know, their efforts aren't haven't been shown yet during the games. But our guys that are in the game aren't better and aren't scoring and, and aren't as talented as they are if these guys aren't pushing them in practice. So we really appreciate, you know, the effort of all 12 guys this year. And um, it's a really close-knit team. And, and uh, you know, we don't come back in a lot of these games and, and have that sense of urgency and that resiliency if we don't build that in practice. And it's been, um, it's been really cool to see these guys become a team in such a short amount of time and in the situations that we've been in. All right, final thing for you here, away from Bobcat basketball. I mean, it's been obviously a, 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 a really for me, college basketball. It's been extremely difficult to get into the full fledged schedule. The, I mean, the sport in general, because we're coming up on March, I think madness. I don't know, uh, and and you know, half the time you don't know who's playing. Games are getting canceled. My alma mater, St. Bonaventure, went through a stretch where they played almost no games for two weeks. Uh, things were rescheduled. They had a Wednesday-Saturday. That all got canceled. Then they just played Davidson what seemed like two games in four hours. You know, so there's just so much of that going on. The NBA is kind of going, you know, one beat at a time here. Uh, but as far as the on-court action, Danny, uh, what, what have you what have you seen, liked, watched, takeaways from, from both the college and the, the NBA scenes here? Yeah, I mean it's been uh, it's been tough for me to catch a lot of it. I try to here and there, um, but yeah, it's just like you look at the, the the blue bloods of college basketball: the Dukes, Kentuckys, UCLA, Syracuse, Louisville's, Kansas, North Carolina. I mean, those schools are your traditional powerhouses, and and you know a lot of them aren't even in the top twenty-five this year. It's just a very bizarre year, and I I don't know if you're if you can blame it on COVID because everyone's still playing. I mean, it's just, um, it's just very hard to gauge, you know, where it'll it'll be a very interesting March madness, uh, to see kind of these teams play it out. And, um, you know, Duke's starting to come on now late and they've won a bunch of games in a row. And, um, so it would be interesting as far as the NBA too. It's like, you see, you know, coaching really does matter. I'm a Knicks fan and they have essentially the same team as they had last year. Um, and they had Tom Thibodeau and, now they're, you know, they don't have a, necessarily a, a winning record, but they're a lot better than uh, the experts thought, and they're in the playoff race right now. Um, so it should be interesting to see how, kind of how everything unfolds and how, um, you know, I think the Brooklyn Nets are super entertaining, whether you're you're a fan of them or not. It'll be interesting interesting to see how they match up with the rest of the East down the stretch. Um, and, of course, the Lakers, uh, once AD gets healthy, is going to be the favorite in the West, but the Jazz are playing well right now as well. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be an exciting spring here uh, coming up uh, to watch basketball. Yeah, no doubt about that. BSCBobcats.com for roster information, schedule, you name it. Uh, Bryant Stratton College, the official college of the ML Sports Platter, the head men's hoops coach in Central New York, of course, Dan Forsina. Dan, thanks so much. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Mike. Angie's List is now Angie, and caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. 
Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Welcome to Parent Teacher Night. Oh, yes, Miss Garner. If you have one of those airline credit cards, you're probably not earning double miles on every purchase. You're right. My card only gets extra miles on some types of purchases. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles everywhere. Wait, but where can we use them? You can use Capital One Venture Miles on any travel purchase. Venture gets an A+. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. And just on the other side of the podcast... I wanted to kind of quickly hit on a, a couple of, of subjects. One, uh, and they're both NFL related. Um, the the first one is that the the seventeen game schedule. It, it it's gonna happen, <laughs> you know. I've heard a lot of these different podcasts and such with, you know. It, it's going. It's going. It's going to happen. Because the reality is there's too much money. There's there's too much at stake. There's too many phones going off to gamble. You know, there's there's just there it's it's just there's too much, you know? It, it, it's there's too much. And you know, look, I'm not a fan of the 17-game schedule unless, and boy, you know, before before we knew all the games were coming back, before the NFL season, before everything took place, we are dealing with corona, um, you know, we, we all kind of asked the question on these kind of shows, which was, how, what do you think these leagues will learn? Manfred, Batman, Silver, Roger Goodell, the commissioners, uh, people in, in, in front offices, etc. Like, as you adapt and change, what will adapt and change? What will be different? But what will you actually use that was different because it was actually good and move forward with that, right? Like Major League Baseball used a double header seven inning games just to get games in. I'm fine with it. The tenth inning rule I didn't like in the beginning. War on me, but I would not have brought it back this year, for example. You know, little things like that were tinkered with like look at the NHL right now. They're using all these divisions where they're cutting travel and it's geographic and these teams are getting so sick of each other. And you had the Coyotes and Blues play a seven game series basically against each other. Seven games in a row in the regular season, it's just, it's, it's mind blowing the things that are going on and the changes and all that. But some of these things that have been implemented, they should be used in the future because they are actually really good ideas. And I think that's one positive. I know it's hard to find positives these days, but a positive, you know, positives to come out of, at least from a sports perspective during Corona, you know, it, it, it's, Hey, what did we implement? What did we strategize? What did we discuss? What did we introduce that actually works and is really, really good? And I think the NFL, the 17th game thing is fine as long as I think the NFL should get rid of the preseason. I think this past year, one of the adjustments that the NHL made or the NFL made that actually works is no preseason. Why bother? Did any teams miss a beat? 
Did we see Patrick Mahomes play worse? You know, every single team that had any amount of success, people couldn't stop. They, they couldn't stop themselves from repeating themselves, you know, repeating over and over again. Well, remember, no preseason, no OTAs, no... Da, 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 da. Yeah. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, right? When they were putting up all these numbers, it was, man, they didn't even have a preseason. Ooh, they didn't even have the OTAs. Ooh, they didn't even meet until late. Well, these are also the best athletes in the world in all these sports. To me, I think the 17th game, the 17-game schedule was idiotic. I don't think you need a 17th game in the NFL. But... If you're going to implement it, I would defend it from the standpoint if, and only if, you got rid of the preseason. I think that's fair. I think if you get rid of the preseason, you're in a really, really great spot. Um, you know, you ha- you can have longer OTAs. Guys are going to be more rested for the regular season. It's not like you can't have a training camp. You still have training camp. You still get work in. You still, I mean... Look at the Bills, for example. Would you rather have Stephon Diggs go up against Trey White every day in practice? Or do you want to have an extra preseason game where Stephon Diggs goes up against the best corner for five plays and then against the B, C, and D squad the rest of the first half and then he sits? What gives you more? You know, your training camp, being around your buddies. Uh, Again, if training camps are held. You know, things like that to me are way more valuable. You know, I know that there's a lot of coaches on several different levels who, you know, they would rather have more team bonding, play a game or two less, you know, and, and have different things, extra film study, etc., than play more games or, you know, meaningless games, right? And so I think the NFL preseason is a disaster. Um, and I think it proved this year that we really don't need it. Um, and, but, but, but the 17th, the 17th game, it's it, it, it's going to happen. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind that it's going to happen. You know, I, I, I think that, again, and Mike Florio talked about this at length with Dan Patrick recently. There's too much money at stake. The TV money stands above all. Too many people are gambling. It's just, it's more, once you get the TV thing in line, you know, and, and it's amazing because the NFL is asking like for double the money, which, right, I mean, isn't that typical NFL? They're like, hey, man, you know, coming off a pandemic, you know, we just got done with the full season. We proved people wrong that we played. Not a lot of people have a ton of money. You know, give me double what you did. Eh, it's fair, right? Sure. Common practice, common business, <laughs> you know, but you set the bar high, you get the TV money, and then you simply just keep adding, 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 adding. You know, fans are eventually going to trickle back into the stands. I don't know if it'll be full capacity by middle of the year, end of year, first of the, the year, first of the football year. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but you're going to get some semblance of people back. Uh, maybe it'll start with eight to 12,000. It's going to be state dependent. Clearly that means that less people will be available to go in New York and California because we know that those two states are run by absolute crooks. Um, you know, and we'll see what happens, but it's just more, 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 more. It's just, it's, 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 it's so, it's just so, so big. The NFL, the TV money, 
the more gambling, the more fantasy, the more ratings, the more, it's just more, more, more. You play 17 games, have at it. You know, if you can get rid of the preseason. That's my only condition. If you can't get rid of the preseason, I don't want 17 games. Because player safety. You know, we talk about it all the time. Why are you adding... Why are you playing the numbers game to get guys injured when all you've done for years is wax poetic on how you're, you know, the concussion protocol and the blue tents and, you know, team doctors. and I mean, what? so what, why, why, why do that, right? Um, the other interesting topic that I wanted to throw out here is the Carson Wentz to Indianapolis situation. And I'll spend a few minutes on it. I think that this was inevitable from the beginning. I had said that this is the perfect spot for Carson Wentz. I don't think there's any doubt at all that this is the most comfortable situation for Carson Wentz. But by the same token, with all of that into play, there are no more excuses for Carson Wentz. None. He is going to a place that is built to make a Super Bowl run for the next couple of years, assuming you get production out of Carson Wentz. You have a monster left tackle in Quentin Nelson. You have ready-made running backs led by Jonathan Taylor, who's one of the best young players in football right now. Your overall offensive line is fantastic. You have a number one in T.Y. Hilton, and you've got other weapons in addition to that on offense. You have a, I think, one of the best opportunistic defenses in the entire NFL, and one that for, I believe, you know, a good portion of the year, I know one week I had him in fantasy, uh, <laughs> I tell you, they were one of the most opportunistic defenses in the league. They were absolutely positively ripping the ball away, creating turnovers, etc. Darius Leonard, one of the best linebackers in football, they were a force to be reckoned with. Had it not been for Frank Reich's blunders and play calls, perhaps they would have beaten the Bills in the playoffs. Um, although Frank Reich did go for it on a fourth and four, and Phillip Rivers basically missed a wide open, you know, Pittman Jr., who crossed around, you know, he kind of wheeled around right to left and he was wide open and Phillip Rivers just airmailed the throw because that's what Phillip Rivers does in the playoffs. Um, Great competitor, Hall of Famer, no doubt, but, you know, let's be honest, fourth quarter on the road, big stage, no, I'm not taking Phillip Rivers. He's like the 50th best quarterback I'm taking to go win a playoff game in the history of the game. I swear to God I could come up with 50 quarterbacks I would take before Phillip Rivers, 50. 50 in the history of the game. I'd go on and on about it. And I can't wait because I'm going to get some people, oh my, oh, you know, they're going to hit me in Facebook and Twitter. People are just going to nail me when they hear this. Well, it's true. You know, I could go on and on with guys. Guys who aren't in the Hall of Fame. Hell, I'd take Frank Reich to win a playoff game in his prime over Phillip Rivers or a little bit later in both their careers. I'd go on and on with non-Hall of Famers to to, 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 to win a playoff game over Phillip Rivers. I'd take Doug Williams. I'd take Trent Dilfer. I'd take Frank Reich. <laughs> I'd take Vinny Testaverde. Um, I'd take Bernie Kosar. You know, I, I mean, I, I'd go on and on here. You know, go on and on. So I think it's a good spot for him. Um, but 
with all this being said, there are no more excuses for uh, for Carson Wentz. He has the head coach. He has the franchise that's run incredibly well by Chris Ballard in the front office. He's got all kinds of really, really good stuff. And he's got great running backs. He's got an offensive line that's terrific. I mentioned the defense. Um, you know, they're built to go and built to win right now. There's, there's, there's literally... No reason for them not to get back to the postseason. By the way, the division around them, uh, you know, it, it's 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 probably going to be a lot tougher a couple years down the line, but right now it's a Colts-Titans type one-two punch in the division. The Texans have imploded. Um, and the Jaguars are probably a little ways away, right, I would say, uh, a little bit away. Um, but, you know... Uh, I think in, in a couple of years they could be they could be really good. I mean, you know, you got Urban Meyer there. You're going to get Trevor Lawrence. I think they should go out and absolutely get an offensive lineman um, in free agency or two. We'll see. You know, the division could turn around real quick. But right now, the window's there for the Colts. It's there for the Titans. And if Carson Wentz comes in and balls out, the Colts should win the division. That's how I look at it. Because what happens if Carson Wentz, all he has to do basically in Indy is be what Ryan Tannehill has been in Tennessee. And if that happens, they're an 11-12 win football team. Right? 10-11-12 win football team, win the division, maybe host a playoff game. You know? I mean, that's they could be that club. So I think it's a perfect fit. But by the same token, for a guy who wiggled his way out of Philadelphia, was crying the blues, etc., that big contract, all the other stuff that we've talked about with Wentz, absolutely positively uh, has got to be a uh, it's got to be go time you know it's I mean it's got to be go time for uh, for for Wentz and the Colts this is a great fit Um, how good of a teammate is he going to be we know that he cried the blues quite a bit in Philadelphia and even though I just ripped Rivers for his fourth quarter shenanigans and all the like in in the postseason historically He's a great teammate. He's a fiery competitor. He'll do anything for his teammates. Uh, everybody raves about him. But, by the same token, mm, he loses those games. What would you rather have? You know, what if Wentz comes in, produces better, but he's a little bit off as a teammate, but you win more? You know, what? what's the... I don't know. It, it's going to be fascinating to, to see. I'm just wondering if Wentz can eat, and I know that there's still a lot of good in Carson Wentz. He does a ton of charity stuff before this whole little back and forth with Philadelphia, which probably part of it was on Philly, of course, for the situation. You can't blame just Wentz. Um, you know, but there's been drama. And you know, I think the Eagles are looking for less drama. They got rid of Wentz. I think both needed a do-over. The relationship was beyond anything you could repair. Uh, but how much of that will carry over? I mean, will there be whining? Will will, will Carson Wentz be a, a shaky teammate? I don't envision that, and I also think Frank Reich is going to be the perfect guy to lead the way in that department. Perfect fit, no more excuses. Carson Wentz and the Colts. Let's see how it works out. ML Sports Platter brought to you by your great friends at Empower Federal Credit Union. Log on to empowerfcu.com today. Find your peace of mind with Empower Federal Credit Union. Also a big tip of the cap. Thank you to the Al and Angus Pub, Camillus Golf Club, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and Ken's Auto Detailing. Gift cards are available at Ken's Auto Detailing. A to Z, inside and outside. Get your car done 
the wash, the detail, it's impeccable. They've got the special going on for just the inside uh, part right now, the inside detail. Go like Ken's Auto Detailing on Facebook in Cicero. And if you're in and around Central New York, stop by, get the detail. When you get it done, literally, it's like you drive a brand new car off the lot. And if you don't live in and around Central New York, you're listening to this show from somewhere else, but you have relatives here in Central New York, guess what? Get them a gift card. All kinds of occasions coming up, Mother's Day, Father's Day, etc., birthdays, you name it. Ken's Auto Detailing, the official detail shop of the ML Sports Platter. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. Download, subscribe to, and leave feedback for this podcast. Really appreciate that where you get your podcasts on your smartphone devices. I always tell you, enjoy the games. Angie's List is now Angie. And caring for your home just got easier. Whether you need help with routine maintenance or a dream remodel, Angie makes it easy to see reviews, compare quotes, and connect with top local pros who can get the job done right. Plus, you can see upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. No phone tag, just the work you need done at a time that works for you. Angie's got your to-do list covered from start to finish. Book your next home project today at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot Everybody needs just the right amount of fuel to get going in the morning. For some, a nice McDonald's egg and cheese bagel is just enough to do it. Others might prefer a McDonald's bacon egg and cheese bagel. Or perhaps a sausage egg and cheese bagel. And there are those where nothing will do but a hearty McDonald's steak egg and cheese bagel. Four different breakfast bagels to get you going. Tomorrow morning, give your engine a head start at participating McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.